Yep. We're live. Jesse, weren't you going to start yep. with a prayer? <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this day. This is a day that we will rejoice. Uh, this is a day that we will rejoice and be glad in you. Lord, we just thank you um, that you're with us today, and we ask a special protection and hedge over all of our technical equipment. We ask that as we come into your word today, Lord, that you would speak to each heart, that you will lead us in the way that we should go, and that through your word, that you would just give us the abundance of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you have said, if we ask, that you shall give it and supply it in abundance. So we thank you for that blessing, and we just lift up this time to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You are here for a reason. This, 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 this news just in. Go, go. We are your news now. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion, get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Revelation Sunday. We have a ton of scriptures to do today, and uh, we're going to do this before we go into the book of Acts, which will be next Sunday, but we did promise to do somewhat of a recap of the book of Revelation. I'm going to give a timeline, and immediately after the broadcast, I'm going to give you a chart. It will be posted on Telegram, where you can look and see how I've come to these conclusions and why I chose this one particular teaching uh, to follow mostly, although I researched uh very deeply on each one of these chapters, uh, not only read the book and discerned for myself, uh, as Jesse did, but I've watched what other people, I've looked at the pre-trib arguments, I've looked at the mid-trib arguments, I've looked at the post-trib arguments, and quite honestly, uh, what you're going to find is it's a wording uh, issue for most people. Uh, I really do think the uh, the pre-trib thing can be dismissed out of hand. Uh, the Bible clearly uh, goes against that, and uh, and it's backed up by many, many, many uh, time signatures within the Bible. Uh, however, I guess you know if someone would say I'm mid-trib, that's sort of accurate, and also you can be post-trib at the same time, and you'll understand the timelines when we get there. So I'm not sowing confusion, but the uh, scriptures will uh, basically put this stuff out. Uh, but before we get going, Jesse, I have a couple announcements that we do need to get out of the way. One, I'm forced to, and I'm partially blaming this on you, Jesse, because you went against me. I and it did? <laughs> How did I go against you, Jeff? <laughs> well, with my Liberty Stand, uh, with our internal group of you know people who were working with Jesse and I, we just had a little fun contest that I put out there just, just for fun. And, and by the way, the prize was you will get your name on right on radio. 
That's and, right. And and those ladies did amazing. I mean, it, it was a gentle coup, Jeff. We tried not to be too aggressive and, and you know, blow you out of the water, but they did amazing. <laughs> so Jesse was rooting for everyone to beat me. And, and quite honestly, I think I was a little bit too, uh, you know, because it's great, but it was almost a David and Goliath and I'm kind of the Goliath because I have the microphone. So I have a little bit of an advantage uh, in, in the contest that we had, but uh, not only did one person beat me and claim the prize, but three people beat me in the same day. <laughs> that's right. So that's a biblical takedown. <laughs> it's it a certainly number three, was. Right? They, they got you good, Jeff. <laughs> so um, Lisa Adario, and we spoke on the phone. I do have permission to use her name, uh, was the big winner uh, of the contest. So uh, you did get your name out. And I asked her because she really came up strong in this particular month, uh, like no other month before. And I said, how did you do it? And, and Jesse, you're going to love this. She got the Rona. <laughs> so and, she was at home. She was at home laying on her couch with her earbuds <laughs> and making phone calls. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a trooper. <laughs> and she, but she had the time. She was away from her uh, her day job, and uh, she had the time, and she used it well. So congratulations to Lisa Adario. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, Jesse, uh, I think you were secretly praying against me. I'm not going to ask you to repent on air or anything like that. <laughs> Well, Jeff, I, I will state for the fact that no, I was not secretly praying against you. Um, the Lord knew, you know, I mean, it, it was pretty out in the open with him. <laughs> Very much so. All right. Next point of business. Uh, Joe's sermon, Saturday night sermon. Uh, yesterday, he's continuing a series. He went into the book of Ecclesiastes, and you know what? I really had a revelation, and this is going to tie in with the next point as well. Um, well, let me let me go to the next point. I also received two gifts from Jesse this week, and I'm not going to say what those gifts are on air, um, but they tie in with what Joe was saying in his uh, sermon last night, and really, it kind of opened my eyes to one of the things that Right On Radio is all about. And, you know, because he was reading uh, Solomon's knowledge, essentially, and, you know, Solomon is almost a case study for this show because what we're doing is we're comparing God's word and God's wisdom against man's wisdom and man's attempt to be God. <clears throat> and we're putting it out there for all to see. And in fact, the, the two gifts that I received from Jesse were exactly that. One was an instrument of God and one is, you know, somewhat of man's wisdom trying to attempt to get to God, to be God. So um, that is really what this show is about. Do you, do you agree with that statement, Jesse? Oh yeah, that was a great explanation, you know, and you know, that's really what we want to do. And, you know, behind it is to show you know, that the wisdom of men is nothing in comparison with the power of God. And, you know, how do we access or, you know, connect with the Lord in such a way 
that he's living through us and others are seeing that demonstration of his power. Um, you know, that's really what's behind bringing all of this out is that, you know, those who will just say are trying to be God, you know, they found ways to access things, um, you know, where they can heal people, they can raise the dead, you know, they can do other things, but, you know, really when it comes down to cleansing or um, rebuking the evil spirits, they can't because that's the source of their power. And, you know, the Lord's given us something more that is meant to draw them into his kingdom. And so that's our, our end goal is to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth and to do so with a demonstration of the Holy Spirit's power. Amen. And, you know, so again, this is about revelation, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, God has meant for us to have revelation. That's why he gave us the book. Uh, and that's why we have these teachable moments. And I'm just going to speak to one other teachable moment. If you didn't hear the show on Friday, I talked specifically about a friend of the show. And I really felt that that was a teachable moment. And you know, because I'm a little bit of a, I don't know, I guess I just have an unorthodox style of, uh, of putting things out there sometimes, Jesse. Uh, there was a particular post that uh, was with Amanda Grace on it, and, uh, and the post says Amanda Grace seems angry, and it was her speaking at Clay Clark's event and stuff like that, and and this this all ties together, so there's a reason I'm saying it. So I put that post up on the main channel and I said, huh, what do you think about this? And, you know, some people came out against Amanda Grace. Some people are for Amanda Grace and, and a few people shamed me for putting this out. And, and by the way, I'm not coming out against the people who did that. It's a teachable moment. The teachable moment is, I don't know if Amanda Grace is good or bad. Jesse doesn't know if Amanda Grace is good or bad. We don't know for sure if any of these people are good or bad. God could have some people who are going into the other side as just like they've infiltrated us. We don't know. By the way, I've watched Amanda Grace many times. Uh, I have had no problem in things that she've said. Um, is she a true prophet? I don't know. God will reveal that in time. Um, the, the point is, we shouldn't be tearing apart each other and focusing on that. Let's focus on the real enemy and do that through the lens of our warfare and being with God and in his word. And so the point of the exercise is, let's not go down all these little trails because no one knows for sure do not be quick to judge yeah i i absolutely agree with that and you know our biggest thing if if there is an individual where you know there's kind of a dividing line we need to be in prayer and i often will ask the lord to show me people's hearts and to literally give me a word out of his scripture and share with me that individual's heart. And every single time the Lord has been faithful to do that, and he will show me exactly what he wants me to see. Now, it doesn't mean that, 
when he shows me that, let's say it's very favorable, um, it doesn't mean that an individual can't be without sin or in a, a point in their life where they're not walking with God. But at the end of the day, I know that that's God's final answer, that that's how he sees them. And so I can pray accordingly for them. Yeah. And, and Jesse, you don't put it out and you see, you don't say, well, God showed me this person is, you know, you, you don't do that. I don't do that. No. Because why would we pile on, you know, uh, if God yeah. said, and, and, and by the way, if there's a lot of uh, people, a lot of different prophetic voices out there, listen, some you listen to some, you don't, if it doesn't meld with, uh, with the things in your spirit, go to the next one. There's plenty out there, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the, the only thing, uh, and we've had Dave Scarlett on the show, and he was a great guest. Uh, every time I've watched Dave Scarlett, he's been uh, he's read the Word of God. I've been blessed by it. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah. so these people are coming against. And listen, I don't know. I'm not anyone's judge. I'm just saying he was a good guest, and he speaks the Word of God, and I grew from it. The only thing that bugs me, and I'm not. And this is not a condemnation by any means, but. Because a year ago, I would have thought it's a good thing, but it's uh, it's just having the Israeli flag and the American flag behind now. Now that I look at that, I look at that Israeli flag a little bit differently than I did, uh, you know, a year ago. Let's say. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's important. You know, I don't just look for all those who. Um, say what I come into agreement with or what I want to hear, because then you're, you're kind of walking the fine line of looking for that information that, you know, we call the tickling ear stuff, yes. you know, what it's what you want to hear. It may not necessarily be exactly what the Lord wants you to hear. So, you know, I, I widen my perspective, you know, I will listen to people that, do rub me the wrong way or those that challenge my faith, you know, make me wrestle with things uh, with the Lord and until I get to that, you know, pray through and get to that full understanding of what he has to say about the matter. That's right. So having said all of that, let's get into the scripture. We have a ton to read to you today. Uh, we're not going to break it down word by word afterwards, so we're trusting that you're going to listen to the Word of God, and if you really want to get the point of it, then uh, I, I suggest you pay attention. As I said at the end of this, right after the program, I'm going to place a chart with a ton of scriptures on it, but uh, this morning I was led to put down these scriptures in particular. Uh, we're going to read mostly outside of the book of Revelation. And I think when you hear certain key things like the abomination of desolation, when it says after these things, you know, listen for things like that. And it's all going to make sense to you uh, by the end of the program, I trust. So Jesse, did you want to start with uh, Daniel 12? Absolutely. And we're starting yeah. in verse 12, by the way, just for uh, for those of you who are following along. Yep, and this is the King James Version. And at that time, Michael um, shall stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to the same time. And at that time, 
Thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But you, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, or another two, the one on his side of the bank of the river, and the other on the other side of the bank of the river. The one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, How long shall it be to the end of thy wonders? And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and he swore by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, a times, and a half. And then he shall accomplish to scatter the power of the holy people. All these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand three hundred and thirty, or sorry, thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. But go thou thy way till the end, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. And you shall kill, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And then... I'll continue. Keep going. Okay. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the world for a witness unto nations, and then the end shall come. Whenever ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place who readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him which be on the housetop not come down and take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are stuck with a child and that they give suck in those days. 
But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath or the day. For then shall be the great tribulation, such as what was not from the beginning of the world to this time, nor nor shall ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Let any man say unto you, Lo, here is the Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also be the coming of the sun may be. For for wheresoever the carcass is, there will be eagles to be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds, heaven, with great power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end to the other. So we had skipped into uh, Matthew 24 portions of it just so there's no confusion. And then we're going to go back into Daniel 9, uh, starting in verse 27. And And he he shall... Oh, go ahead, please, Jesse. And he shall confirm the covenant for many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice of the um, oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consumption and that determined shall be poured into the desolate. And he said, Revelation 22, uh, verse 10, and he said unto me, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. And he swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are therein are, are the earth and the things that are therein, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be, Time no longer, <coughs> excuse me, but in those days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. And he hath declared to his servants and the prophets that we go into Revelation 11, Jesse, verse two. But the court, which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not for it is given unto the Gentiles. And the holy city shall tread upon foot forty and two months. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise for your own conceits. That blindness is part, or in part, is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles uh comes about and so all israel shall be saved as it is written there shall come out of zion the deliverer 
and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let them that are in the countries enter thereunto. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe to them that are with child, and to them that nurse in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon his people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive unto all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts fail them for fear and for looking after these things which are coming upon the earth, for the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come up pass, then look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draws nigh. Amen. Let the reading of the word go forward. And I'm trusting that you heard some repeating patterns in there. And that's because when you study the book of Revelation, you compare it against Daniel's 70th week. You compare it against Matthew 24, which I think of of all the gospels is the most detailed, uh, against Luke 21, Mark 13. The order is always the same. It's yeah, always the same. The dates are the same. Yes. Here is a couple things that you need that we need to un- have an understanding of. The calendar that we're working on right now uh, is man's way of measuring time. In the old days, they had a very different way because, you know, even going back to Genesis, God says, we will know these things by the rotation of, you know, uh, the stars and things like that, that that are happening. And so, you know, people started looking to the stars to see the seasons, to see, the, you know, the day, the night, the times, and, and man started measuring it. And the measurements, the most ancient of calendars were always in 30-day months, okay? Now, if you take a 30-day month, the problem is you're going to end up with, uh, you know, uh, you know, harvest in the fall <laughs> sort of thing if you kept to the calendar. So, right. you know, man put forth, we're going to make it 365 days, but it's actually 365 and a quarter days. So that's why we have, you know, we have leap years and and things like that, where we add an extra day. Okay. Going back to the ancient calendar, when they had 30 days in a month, what they would do is every sixth year in the seventh year, they would add a month and they would stay on the calendar. So just a little bit of background information for you. Now, we heard in Daniel 12, uh, essentially, there was the 1,290 days, 
-hmm. There's 1,260 days. And then there was one of 1,335 days. Okay, these are very important. So essentially, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spitball this because this is really not that easy to explain to put all the things, all the scriptures are there. You'll be able to see the chart in which I believe to be accurate. You might not believe it to be accurate. That's okay. We can have a difference of opinion, doesn't matter. So the tribulation is 1260 days. God's wrath is 1290 days. But where does the 1335 days come fit into that? Here's what I think. If you take the first 1260 days and then you add 75 days onto that, you get the 1335. So the tribulation, listen to this, is 1260 days. No one knows the start date of that tribulation. And we'll I don't think anyone will ever pinpoint in time the exact day that the tribulation starts. No one knows the date or the hour. We won't figure that out. However, when the abomination of desolation happens, the sun is darkened, the moon is darkened, that's at the end of 1260 days. Now, that is when the Antichrist is in full authority and the mark of the beast in Revelation 13 comes to pass. Okay? When we cannot buy and sell, you know, they, we're under absolute rule at this point in time by the Antichrist. Now, it's 75 days from the time of the abomination of desolation, essentially to the rapture. So it says that no one will know the day or the time, but think about this. We're, we're so close at that point. Of course, God's given us signs. And by the way, we will know the date and the hour after it happens, right? Because you can look back. Oh, yeah, that happened on uh, in May 25th. I'm just throwing a day out, right? Of course, we'll know in retrospect. So I believe that God has given us a clue. So we have the tribulation, 1260 days. We have 75 days, which is when the mark is given. We're being hunted, <laughs> essentially, as Christians, and where God says, and if it were not for me cutting those days short, now here's here's where I think people get mixed up in the terminology, and this is the best I understand it, Jesse. We have the tribulation, 1260 days. We have the great tribulation, 75 days, and then we have another 1290 days, which is the wrath of God. That's now, a good way to break it down so people understand that there are three completely different days and events that happen within this same timeline. Within the seven-year period. And by the way, so the the um, the wrath of God essentially is 
1260 days, but then there's that 30 days that remain to make it the 1290. That is when the seventh trumpet blows and all the mystery of God is revealed. As you'll remember from the scriptures, the mystery of God is revealed. And that's when the hailstones that are a hundred pounds each are coming down and just <laughs> lambasting the earth. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's a nasty time. And listen, trust me. Well, don't trust me, but I cannot go to the point when people say, no, no, you know, it's at the very end of the seven years. No, it, God is not going to let us go through his wrath. He doesn't hate us. Okay. So he lets us go through a hard time. And by the way, just to get rid of the pre-trib, do you think, you know, you've lived in a time when we've had flush toilets, we've had everything at our fingertips. We can do this. We can do that. We can cook easy. We don't have to build fires. We don't, and, and God's not going to let you go through anything because you've been so pampered all your life. Give me a break. Look at the biblical stories throughout history. We're going to go through some stuff, but he's going to cut those days short for us. And I'd say it's 75 days is my interpretation of uh, when we're in the great tribulation and then God comes and it'll be glory from then on air. What do you think, Jesse? I absolutely agree with that time frame, And, um, you know, we still, you and I, we talked about that it's okay sometimes to say we disagree. So um, the only thing I disagree with is that, you know, I, I see the evidence you're laying out for the mid trip, but I still am somebody that probably is, you know, fully post trib, but that's all right. You know, scripture does support both. And well, so again, that's the terminology I'm post trib because I believe the tribulation ends, uh, 1335 days after it starts. And then there's still the wrath of God to come. Well, that's true. Yeah. So do you believe we go through the wrath of God? I do. Yeah. But okay. so that's where we differ. And, yeah. and and listen, neither of us knows for sure. That's right. I would encourage, you know, um, it's actually an interesting study if people want to look into that more about the wrath of God. Um you, you can study um under those terms wrath of God, day of the Lord. Um the day of God's wrath. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of verses about his army and the warriors of his indignation or wrath. And from what I see, I don't see those individuals being um, angelic beings. So, you know, who are the ones who are executing his wrath and, um, you know, in charge of that? I, I think there's good support to say that that is um those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, whether it's those who believe in him, you know, if there is a rapture, it could certainly be, you know, those who have come to the Lord after the rapture, but I don't see the great harvest happening in that time frame. So I believe that it is all connected and connected to those who are believers who bring captives out in that great harvest. Um, but we'll we'll get so, into that sometime. That'd be a great study to do. <laughs> so just at, at, a, at a cursory note, so with in in respect to the time frame that was just laid out, and you know we can disagree mm -hmm. on what the harpazo is, but where does the 
great harvest fit into that uh, timeline? Um, I believe that it will be uh, somewhere within, you know, that we'll say the 13 and 35 days. Um, I think it will be before the abomination of desolation. Um, there is a possibility it could be after that, between that and the Battle of Armageddon, but I believe it will be, be before that abomination of desolation. I uh, I think it started. I do as well. Yeah. I think it started, and it's going to go right in, right into the uh, into the Great Tribulation. Yeah. And then, uh, as I say, I, I just, when you look at the wrath of God, I can't see him leaving his people here during it. Um, no. That and listen, At least that's my hope. <laughs> Man, I don't want to. You know, that's my hope too. I can't see God doing that. But yet, since I was very young, the Lord specifically pointed out scriptures about his wrath and the warriors of his wrath. So, um you know, I guess I've reconciled that he's God. You know, my life is his. And that's right. I figure, you know, I sure am praying and hoping that we get raptured out before that. But if that's something that we have to see or witness or be a part of, I believe that there will be a distinguisher, you know, kind of like the you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fiery furnace, yet they were down there and through that fire, which is often a symbol of God's wrath, you know, the Lord was there with them. And, you know, they experienced that supernatural life and in in his power in the midst of that storm. So um, I believe that if we do have to go through it, that you know, that will be a time that the Lord is um, using us and, you know, we won't be necessarily personally bearing the weight or the consequences of that wrath, but it'll be more of a dispension of it. That's my thought. Well, and, and so I'm going to come into agreement with you there, uh, Jesse, and and actually I, I think that the, the same thing uh, because we're being called to come into the uh, the Acts Church, we might uh, use that as a paraphrase. Um, you know, we're coming into that now. Uh, in if, if we are indeed in end times, look, it could be a hundred years from now, it could be a thousand years. We don't know. Uh, however, the the one reason why I really steadfast on the fact that we don't go through the wrath of God is because all of the books and all of the evidence, they're all in line in their timelines. Mm-hmm. And that the Harpazo happens right after, it says the abomination and desolation happens right after the tribulation. And then, you know, then that happens, uh, then the coming of the clouds, and then the wrath of God. So, you know, and I don't think that it's out of order anywhere uh, mm-hmm. that I can see. But, uh, but you know, Jesse, you're so prepared, uh, and I think it's good for all of us to be prepared to take that position, anyways. That we're going to trust God to get through whatever He puts uh, in front of us. So, um, it's a uh, absolutely. 
I I love the book of Revelation. I really do. Uh, God is so kind. And just another kind of uh, key thing. If you notice when we were reading in Daniel, he said that uh, he was to seal up the book and Daniel didn't understand it. But yet we read in Revelation, it, it's unsealed and we are to understand it now, right? right. Um, you know, so this is, I, I've just thoroughly enjoyed going through the book of Revelation with you, Jesse, and with uh, Absolutely. all of the right on radio family here. Yeah, and I'm really excited about our the next book we're going through. I think that, you know, with that, we're going to start to see um, the mighty works of God, his miracles, all those things released as we're studying through that book and coming together as one body in Christ. Amen. I do believe that. And by the way, uh, <laughs> we've got such a great show coming up for you on Tuesday. Uh, we have a great guest, someone who connected with Jesse a while ago. Uh, all this stuff, we're going to go back to the Voice of God project and the yeah. things that are associated with that. And uh, I really believe that our guest is going to bring a point of view that backs up everything. And by the way, with receipts. <laughs> <laughs> it's all there. It's so. all there, and uh, it's going to be a real eye-opener for you. And then uh, I want you to pay attention, and I know a lot of people are are behind in some of the broadcasts. You know, they catch up because we leave them up, uh, you know, on Podbean and Odyssey and things like that. Uh, but for the next two weeks, if you can get the word out, I think these particular broadcasts are very timely. Um, meaning you should be, even if you're not caught up, you missed a couple shows recently, you'll want to catch the next couple weeks live if you can. Uh, that's, that's about all I am going to say about that, but just in anticipation of what's going to come. And there's going to be a couple things that actually will have a real time constraint on the message. So uh, that's as far as I can go with that, Jesse. <laughs> Sounds great. And, you know, I'm just praying everyone has a really great week this week. And we've got a lot to look forward to this upcoming week. And we've tried, you know, I do encourage people to go back, um, you know, and look through former broadcasts, uh, you know, all the way even back to our episode, Texas T we really start to break down everything that um, is important for you to understand foundationally for where we're going. And, um, you know, so get back into those episodes, um, take notes, come, you know, with questions. Uh, everything kind of builds off those earlier episodes as we continue to go forward. And, and, you know, it, it's good to take notes, but take notes more in a general sense would be my recommendation to you. Yeah. Uh, from a 30,000-foot view, uh, don't worry about all the tiny little things that the enemy, because, look, we're not supposed to get lost in the alchemy, for instance, right? right. Uh, that That's not for us. But all of the things fit together when we talk about the frequency, when we talk about the, the things they're putting inside of people, when we talk about 
oh my goodness, I'm going to have to use this term, the consciousness of society. Um, (laughs) That's a new way to put it, Jeff. (laughs) It is. Better than what they call it. Uh, but it but it all does tie in and actually what they call it is you know the collective consciousness but they use those terms for a reason and you know it's a multifaceted attack and then again we talk about you know in the garden what was covering adam and eve before the fall yeah what is the plan what is the enemy trying to mimic to duplicate that Again, we'll we'll say gold. And what is God actually going to do with us with the white robes? Yeah. Again, we're comparing the text of, because of Jesse's background, because of the knowledge base that has been, God has opened up a door for Jesse and, and myself by default that is so big right now ladies and gentlemen it's really gonna it's gonna set this program is gonna be set apart from every other program that you watch i'm just saying that um there we we no one will be putting out shows like we're putting out and beyond that right absolutely all right well that's it for today uh, we love you. We thank you for listening. Do you have a final word, Jesse, before we take off? I would just encourage people to be in the word today. You know, look for, um, go back, listen to some of those shows, look for programs, things to listen to that are going to, you know, increase your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and your family's relationship. So, Sit back today, relax, enjoy your family and love them and just spend time in the Lord's presence. Yeah. And listen, we, we don't, we very seldom like to ask, but if you can support Jesse, if you can support myself, uh, some of the endeavors that we have coming up do have some expenses associated with them. Uh, we know that God pays for what he orders, but maybe he will arrange that through you. And we'll just leave that uh, to on your own heart uh, for that. So remember, in the meantime, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community.